Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. And welcome into the Housing Hour. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. You heard me say that on the intro coming in. And thank you for joining us. I'm Mark Griffith. I'm hosting today, filling in for Kevin Ray, who cannot be here. But to my right, I have a guest co-host, Richard Swan, colleague, friend, and radio personality for a long time in this area. Welcome. Thank you. Always a pleasure to be here and always love the guests that you have on and how much information they are able to share with our listeners. We do have some great guests and we've got one online with us today from Georgia. But let me, before I set that up, let me tell everybody how they can plug into our show with thehousinghour.com. If you go there, that is our treasure trove of information. We've got all of our shows for the past eight years loaded up there in an easy search tab. So any topic you want, you pick, you load it, and it will populate up, and you can listen to the show. Also, on the social platforms, we are really all over social media. As a matter of fact, we've got a social media team dedicated just to the housing hour. How about that? That's cool. I don't know if you knew that, but heads that up, Monique Langston from our company, MIG, but she's got a team of bloggers behind us that takes our content and redistributes it, boosts it, and all all wonderful things. But uh, So that's at Facebook slash The Housing Hour, Twitter at The Housing Hour, all the media platforms, all the social media, check it out. We're going to be there. And our guests are with us, uh, Kurt Rapp. He's a founder and CEO of the tile doctor kurt welcome thank you i appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today well thank you and i want to first say that the reason i've been introduced to you to have this show is because of a mutual friend steve kleber kleber and associates are you familiar with those guys Absolutely. They do a great job out there making people aware of things. They sure do. And we've had him on for several years now, Kirk. And we call it, I named the show uh, after his first show because he was so creative with some of the content and information. I call it Leave It to Kleber series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and typically we come into the theme of, you got it, Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> so, um, yeah, exactly. He's a great guy, super, super intelligent and just full of content. And so he, he called me a couple of times and said, oh, look, I've got a couple of, uh, of people that you need to bring on air. A couple of weeks ago, we had CertainTeed uh, talk about solar panels in their roofing industry. And today, yep. Kurt Rapp, founder, CEO, 30 plus years in the tile industry, I understand. And you're, you're, your company is the Tile Doctor. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, it uh, to people it means remedies and solutions. That's what it means to us too. And you know, and I've you go to tiledoctor.com, and I think you spell out doctor. Is that correct? On the uh, yeah, it's all spelled out exactly. Tiledoctor.com, and you can find and you need to go to this website if you're doing anything tile related. You need to look at this. But first, Kurt, take us to a tour of uh, what. Tile Doctor, the Tile Doctor is that thirty thousand foot view, so the customers can and listeners can get context of your company. Yeah, so I've spent my entire life in the tile industry. I'm second generation. My dad was a, a major importer in the Los Angeles area growing up, and I was moved to Georgia in the late '90s, 
and uh, was in charge of a home center account out here and um, ended up going to work for that home center running their tile business and then decided it was time to, to just take some time off. So I retired from there and uh, started Tile Doctor as an informational website. It was really the consumer has such a thirst for information on how to tile or how to tile right or how to hire an installer correctly. And so that we just developed a, a website that was around a thousand pages of really good information and the resources are still there today even though we've converted over to selling a lot of products also. But the Tile Doctor became uh, in 2003 was named one of the top 103 websites in the world and we had over 10 million visitors at Whoa. the time. And it was just a lot of really good information on, on how to tile or how to hire out, those types of things. So, um, But it's an industry without a real brand. So we started in 2009 actually um, trying to monetize the website, and we started looking for some unique um, products that actually fit that mantra of healthy and wellness solutions for the tile industry. So when you when you started forming this, like, and I see that you you know you brought a lot of content, and a lot of explanation to the consumer out there, and they started looking at it. What were some of the issues the consumer was would have? I mean, when I want a tile job done, I usually hire it out, and then once they're gone, if it starts to collapse in appearance, the grout starts to get ugly, you know, blah blah blah. I was kind of you know left with not knowing what to do. Is that kind of the market you were trying to tap? How to fix things? Afterwards, well, because I, I, I ran a tile business for a large home center, I got to to really see what the what the volumes were in the different products and the care and maintenance and things like that, and then also the, just the people's information, wanting to see a how to tile clinic mm-hmm. um, to see if it was something that they could do themselves. And tile was always sort of that good old boy, you know, network of tile houses, and you had to go through an installer until the home center started carrying the tile and started talking about it as a DIY project. Right. And, um, you know, we, we developed this sort of a weekend warrior kind of following of people that would take on tasks. So they, you know, they may have done plumbing, you know, the last month, but this month they wanted to try to tackle a tile job in their kitchen. So they, they needed a place to go find that information. And uh, so your your tutorials on the website, uh, you keep them up to date. You're trendy. So any new products that come along, do you uh, do you kind of like give commentary on that things, or are you specifically now focused on distributing certain products? Yeah. So we still have the resources section, which gives you probably the best how-to information on the web. But we're kind of focused now on on we look for these unique. Um, products that are greener and healthier, and, and then we we try to, to find ways that we can bring them to the market to serve that need because, again, you know, I meet people all the time that say, oh, Tile Doctor, yeah, I've heard of you, but they maybe they're thinking of a different doctor brand or something in the market. So we get a lot of name recognition, but the name recognition we always get is about healthy wellness remedies and solutions. So that's sort of the mantra, as I said before, the products have to fit within. So. But we are we are focused on the products that we carry now. So, uh, and tell our audience here where you're based out of. Is Georgia Marietta, Georgia? Marietta, which is just right outside of Atlanta, right? Uh, a few miles. Yep. And so, the products that you you um, incorporate onto the website and sell uh, to um, places like Home Depot, Lowe's, that type of distribution. Yeah, and traditional tile stores is a, is oh, a big yeah. business for us. So we have tile um, showrooms across the country that, that sell the products that we 
that we manufacture and ones that we also import if they're very if they're specific enough to do that. But yeah, there are some home centers that carry the product also. But you don't have any brick and mortar uh, places, the tile doctor yourself, anywhere in the United States. No, we're not. We're not a reseller of the. We're a seller right. of the product. We go through distribution. Gotcha. And um, uh, what, what's the most common place that folks can find this? Is Home Depot a big supplier of some of these products that you carry? What would you say is your number one outlet? Well, first of all. Let's qualify. Our products sure. are, are high performance in nature. They're not a typical like cementaceous grout or cementaceous mortar or something like that. Gotcha. Ours fit a very specific need. So, yeah, HomeDepot.com is a place that you can get the the Tile Doctor products, and um, but it fits a very specific niche. It's a it's an epoxy type product that gives people a really high performance, easy to maintain, uh, very environmentally safe product. And so we're the only epoxy-based solution on HomeDepot.com, but you can go in most markets in the U.S. and find uh, tile showrooms and stuff that also carry our product that that do good with it. And you know, when I went online, uh, Kurt, and I looked looked at uh, the um, videos, the tutorials you had, it makes it look very, very simple. Um, the product was easy to look like; it was easy to mix easy to apply it looked like once you got it into the grout you know it comes off easily i've seen i've seen my father tackle tiling in my house when i was growing up and it was an absolute disaster um these products really make it easier for the diy yeah it's it's all and today's having so much information on the internet and and the, the videos and stuff as you mentioned make it so good for people to be able to get the information because where people go wrong is that they just don't do the research and, and for some reason they use the wrong adhesive or or they make a bad choice somewhere along the line in the grout or something like that. But this this enables, our products enable you to have an extremely high performance, as I said before, easy to maintain product. But we also have a fashion element that's never been seen before in, in grout where before grout's always been kind of an afterthought. And people say, well, I picked this beautiful tile. Now let's try to find a grout that's neutral or contrast or whatever. They've never thought of it as part of the design element, where now it really is an important part of the final choice. Right. And when we come back after this break, Kurt, we're going to unwrap some of the products specifically that you're talking about in, in name of this uh, grout and the type of textures and quality that makes it kind of a custom job look. So um, uh, that's what we want to do when we come back from this. We've got online with us Curtis Rapp. He is an expert in tile and tile grout with the Tile Doctor. We'll be back after these messages. I was driving. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And welcome back in to the Housing Hour. Thehousinghour.com. Check us out. And we'd be happy to share any information that you uh, possibly need. You'll find it right there. And you can share it with families and friends. We have Kurt Rapp online with us, founder and CEO of The Tile Doctor tiledoctor.com if you need more information on this and in studio with me helping me out is co-host guest co-host for today and maybe a couple more days who, who knows richard swan so welcome back to us look uh, kurt when we left we talked we were talking about some of these these products and i know 
that, uh, we, you know, if I'm looking at, um, you know, repair work in the bathroom and things, can I use the, the products that you offer in the grout restoration to make repairs, or is this just for a new application? It works for both. That's one of the unique traits of this product is you traditionally to re-grout, you had to take out the entire depth of the grout joint to go back over it with a, a different cement grout or other types of grouting product. But with our product, you literally only have to score out about two millimeters, which is the height of two stacked dimes of the old grout, which is very simple. And then you literally can go with a skim coat right over the top with our new grout and you have a complete new, um, better surface that's now um, it functions like a sealed grout and will stay that color. And that's the epoxy grout that you're speaking of, is that correct? Correct, correct, exactly. So that epoxy glues, and if you're handyman, which every, I'm a handyman, so I break things. And when I break things, when I'm working on it, I usually go to a heavy-duty epoxy to fix it. So that's my solution. Is this a, a very strong grout that would take a lot of beating and expansion, contraction? Um, is it that durable? Yeah, it's really durable in every respect. The product is from a company called Lidacol, based in Italy, and the product is called Starlight, and we're the exclusive distributors in the U.S., and it is the, the world's finest product for grouting, bar none. It has uh, flexibility that's built into it. It is completely impervious, meaning that water won't penetrate it, so stains won't penetrate it either. So it functions as that. It's super easy to use. It's the most environmentally friendly product on the market. It really hits it on all points. And then you end with it has fashion that no one, no other product in the market has. So there's a, you know, there's some research I've been involved in over the years when we were studying consumer behavior and things on this. And, you know, you always, when you talk to the consumer, you ask them what the number one room in the house is or difficult to maintain. They usually always point to the kitchen or the bathroom. And then they usually point to the tile part of it. Sometimes they get down to the grout, but the grout really is the sort of the chew at hand. And that's the most difficult area to maintain. And if you go to a home center and you just look in the aisle where the cleaning products are sold, you'll see there's more cleaning products for tile than any other surfacing material. And many of them are for showers. So that in itself kind of tells you where the, where the chew is. So, and I've always say jokingly, I've never met a person who loves their grout. And it, and it really <laughs> is true. I mean, if I have 10 minutes with, with a, a homeowner when they're making their selection for, for grout, I can convince them 99.9% .9 of the time that you spend another $60 on an epoxy grout instead of six, $16 for a cement grout. This solves the weakest link. It actually takes the weakest link in your installation, and for, for a very small percentage of upsell, you can actually solve that to where now you have a grout that's easy to maintain in the aisle and you no longer have that weak link. And uh, when you look at that old grout, uh, that powder stuff that, you know, you had to mix with water. I remember doing it in a five-gallon bucket and, and mixing that stuff up. And when it dries, it dries like like a chalk. I mean, it's it, it seems so porous to me um, uh, when, when it dries up. And I, that's where, I guess, water can leak through the grout and stain and get interior stain of the grout. Is that is that the main problem with the old-style grouts? Well, the old grouts used to have an absorption rate of about 13%, meaning it was kind of acting like a like a sponge almost. Right. Today's grouts, the today's cement grouts have latex additives, so they have improved, okay. but they certainly, you know, have not improved to the degree that the chemistries have with epoxies and things like that. But the other thing about the cement grouts of, of old today 
is they contain silica. And, you know, when you're using um, products with silica, it's now well known, you know, what silica can do when you breathe it in and things like that. So you really don't really want to be around the silica that's in these products. So there's a lot of shift going on in our in our industry to, to try to keep people away from, from the silica-based products or at least to have proper um, hazardous protected um, masks and things while you're using it. So there's a few things there. And, you know, working with epoxy, uh, I mean, I like, uh, is there any time where you're putting an, on an application that may be something that has been done to the tile that would jeopardize the bonding of your uh, epoxy grout? Can you think of it? No, or is the it grout, yeah. no, the grout actually goes into the joint, so right. it, it takes a bond in there. There's really not anything that, I mean, if, if there's something there that's going to cause a problem with the bond, it would be with the lesser chemistry, certainly not an epoxy. The epoxy pretty much bonds to everything. The key to the, the friendly epoxy is an, is an epoxy that you can clean with water off the surface of the tile and not leave a residue. Right. And that's really like the number one thing. Even installers that have used the old types of epoxies over the years, have pulled their hair out over some of the cleaning attributes, right. but this product that we have really solves that. It's, it's really simple to use. And when I, you know, in one of the videos, and I tell everybody, I would tell everybody to go to tiledoctor.com, pull up the tutorial of the videos, go to the video section and click on it. And down at the bottom, uh, you have a great, is that you, by the way, in the video? Do you remember? I'm in some. I'm not sure which one you're, you're this, talking about. There's this one is there, the starlight, starlight grout where you mix it up and you put it on the uh, tiles and you show how simply this comes yeah. off of the tile. Is that you? Yeah, that one's probably me. Yeah, yeah I think I think it is um, because, you know, 30 years in the industry, like I've been in 30 plus years in my industry, we have a little gray hair. So I kind of noticed yeah. there was somebody looked like I have wisdom in that video. But uh, to walk people through uh, this product when you mix it and put it on and how simply, because when you took it off, because I remember it being a mess with a sponge trying to fix the grout and you spread the grout everywhere and then you pull some of the grout out when you wash, if you get too deep into it. This one, you you did it in just, just minutes. Kind of walk us through that. Yeah, that's, what, again, I mean, I can talk on and on about all the positive traits about this product, but the, the ease of application is, is another place that really shines. The fact that you can mix this product, it comes two-component. You're not having to do three components or other things. You just mix it up. You apply it immediately. You don't have to weigh, slake, which is a term meaning you have to give it a, a time to, to start to set up and then mix it again. So you apply it immediately, spread it over the surface, virtually any surface, and then you use a white felt non-scratch pad with a lot of water. That's another key thing. Use a lot of water and literally almost no pressure. You do the initial wash, and then you hit it with a sponge, and it's a very simple application. As a matter of fact, most people, when I do the training on how to grout with this, I, after the hitting it with a sponge, I ask, so what's your next step? And they look at me dumbfounded, and I say, walk away. You're done. <laughs> because most people want to sit there and continue to play with it. Yes. Or they're, you know, haze to develop or something like that, where this product is, is just so simple that, that people want to over-attend it when you really don't have to, as long as you follow the steps, which are the, the specific tools, which is that, that felt pad and a lot of water. Do installers use this product? Do they need any specialized training? I mean, if a DIY can use it, I figured an installer can use it simply, but do they need any special training at all? Well, it's kind of a funny story, because when we started selling tile to the consumer, 
hold on, Kurt. Seems like we we lost you for one second. Are you still there? Yeah. Oh, okay. It sounds like it sounds like we kind of lost you on your your cell phone. Are you here? Yeah, I'm. I'm here. Can I'm sorry. No, that's that's fine. So you you're you're telling me a, a funny story that happened. Yeah, when we started selling to the consumer at the home centers, we thought that the, the grouting problems would translate. But what's funny about consumers is they pale over and read the directions, and if it says go get this or use this, they actually do that. The installers, where we have trouble, is that they have so much training and they've, they've used these products for so long that they tend to not look at the differences between some of the products and they just do it the way they've always done it. So with our product, what we like to tell contractors is kind of treat this as something new and read the directions differently and don't don't apply it like the grout you've used before, and then, then you're fine. Right, right. So um, now, and this is something uh, that, do you have recommended installers on your website, or is this something that just anybody could, you know, have their own installer do, or do you have recommendations? Well, we started featuring a couple of installers a while ago and started to build out that, but we don't really have a database of that. What we try to do is is tell people that really any installer can do it, um, but again, just, just read the directions because it is right. so simple to use. It doesn't require any special training. Just follow the directions. Okay. And uh, in studio with us on the line, actually, uh, occasionally have a little bit of technical diff- difficulty. Kurt Rapp, founder, CEO of the Tile Doctor. And we're going to be talking more about a special product after these messages. continues helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it again kevin ray and we're back into the housing hour thank you for joining us this is mark griffith here with richard swan co-hosting with us and uh we're on the phone with kurt rapp founder ceo of the tile doctor and he's been going through this unique product this grout product that is uh, an epoxy base it's really kind of a a very exclusive type of product. And uh, Kurt, we're going to continue on because Richard had a question about this product. Go ahead, Richard. Well, and, you know, you were talking about main places that people use um, tile have traditionally been uh, kitchens and bathrooms. But, of course, you're seeing a lot more in modern design. Mudrooms are starting to become a uh, new thing that are added into houses, a place to come in for the kids to come in from, you know, the snow, the wet, whatever, and just kind of drop all their stuff and, and let it get all over the tile floor, which is traditionally has been easier to clean and uh, doesn't uh, track up as much because of water and things like that doesn't do damage. You're seeing foyers that are now going to a lot of tiles. So tile really is making a comeback. Um, Probably it might have diminished a little bit in the uh, 70s and 80s, but you're seeing it making a comeback even on countertops that people are doing out of tile. So can you talk a little yeah, bit about some of the different design aspects that you all 
um, have available as tile goes? And Sure. You know, tile's <clears throat> known for being probably the most robust surface. That's why it's used in showers, it's used in wet areas, it's used in those mudroom applications because it, you know, you, tile never actually wears out. Um, there's installations that have been in in Italy for, you know, generations, but tile's generally changed because of a design decision. You don't generally wear it out. So what happens is is you want to do you want to upgrade and, and you start to look at new areas. There's about thirteen or fourteen different areas in your house you can actually tile, whether it's backsplash or entire countertops or you know, you're doing an outside barbecue, something like that. It's a very robust surface for outdoor kitchens that are so popular now and things like that where you see usages and even facades you'll see outsides of, of homes and buildings and stuff that are done in tile too, because it holds up to virtually everything. And with the advent of porcelain body tile, instead of the traditional ceramic, it's made it even more durable and more strong. What about pools and things like that? Yeah, it's, it's been used a lot just on waterline of pools, but then you're seeing a lot of all-tile pools now, too. So these um, it's not you know every person's pool, but you'll see pools literally that are just completely clad of glass. And uh, our products uh, excel in that area because it allows glass to expand and contract and and allows it to function and do things where you don't have failures. So pools is, is a, a big area for tile if, if it's not just the water line, but you can expand those areas to the infinity edges and other places. And you, you, online, when you look at the, the website, you see some of the, the – you, you talked a little bit about the custom designer quality of some of these grouts, but you've got some that are really sparkly that are different – um, you know, looks to them. What are the type of different styles that, you know, I, I just think of just the regular tan and gray and the dark colored grouts, but you've got some really fancy stuff. Yeah, that's where most people really think of grout just kind of just fills the joint and it's not that anymore. We have the, we have classic colors of grout like a lot of people have, but we also have a glamour series, which is very highly chromatic colors. One of our best sellers is sapphire blue because you just can't get that color anywhere else. And because our grout is, there's no pigment in it, it's, the color is actually baked onto the aggregate, so it's as durable as the tile. It's not going to shade or fade. It's going to remain that color. But we also have a metallic grout. We have glass grouts. And then we have one series, which is our newest introduction, called Jewels. And uh, when I show that to people, they uh, immediately sort of conjures up it's the lipstick and eyeliner of the tile business. The products just sparkles, and it's got these really <laughs> yeah. deep jewelry, jewelry type of colors. And we've actually named every color after a jewel. Wow! So it's it's they're it's just taken the whole grout thought process to a different level. You know, where people used to just view it as an afterthought, where now it's it's as important as anything else. Is there some maintenance to this? Once you apply this and you have it down, is there some maintenance or products that you would suggest to keep it maintained looking like it's brand new? Well, traditional cement grouts, you know, require they be sealed and use lots of different kinds of cleaners and things like that to do it. But these products, because they're impervious, which means that they have an absorption rate of, of almost zero, um, they don't stain and they don't take on these contaminants that cause these issues. So just cleaning with a neutral soap or, you know, just some a brush to agitate it is generally all you need to just to keep the surface clean. Well, it sounds it sounds kind of like a, a the world's perfect grout. Um, is this a, would you classify as far as the pricing of it 
as compared to a traditional? Is it in, in the moderate price range, or how would you classify it? Well, if you just look at grouts in general, the epoxies being the better chemistries, they're, they're the top end. Right. But the best way to look at it is if you're doing a kitchen floor and you've got a tile and installation and subfloor and prep and, and all of the other products, it's only about $60 more to use an epoxy grout on a $2,000 project. You know, you're talking about just yes. a very small increase in the overall project to solve what I said before, which is the weakest link. Right. Right, but so, then it becomes so really more, a good, then it, really a good spend. You know, we, we we like to say there's only two things that can keep a person from not buying this product: is one, they're out of money, and two, we haven't properly demonstrated why. And or three, they've never heard of it until now. Well, sure, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Richard, and yeah. and then you also said that you know this this grout you're not having to maintain in the future. You're mm-hmm. not having to to spend extra money cleaning and trying to solve fallacies of the other products so it really is a time saver uh in the long run you know because everybody says well you know vinyl is no maintenance well vinyl is very high maintenance on uh cleaning and it gets green and you know i have to do mine once a year but with a grout that is permanent and is uh non-pervious then you're not having to do something to it every couple of years to make it look like it did when it was installed and Kurt, exactly. and Kurt, you might not know this, but Richard, over uh, Christmas break, had to go to his, uh, I guess, his beach condo, condo, and he was down on his hands and knees. And what were you doing, Richard? <laughs> I was cleaning grout <laughs> because my landlord down there, my uh, maintenance person, uh, my uh, realtor that manages the property for me said, well, the floor is kind of getting a little, you know, can we clean the grout? And it was a job, and it was on my hands and knees, and it was... But it was the whole, I mean, it wasn't just the kitchen, his whole floor in the living room, dining room, bedrooms are all tile. Yes. So, I mean, so if you had this epoxy grout on the on this floor, you wouldn't... Trust have... me, I've been thinking about it during <laughs> this show. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So my, my grandfather was 27 years in the Marine Corps, and he said he used to punish people. Uh, recruits and things like that um, by making them scrub the grout with a toothbrush. So yeah. Think about it. See, I, I, I've seen No Time for Sergeants. Yes. <laughs> and there's a great one in there where he was doing just that. But, oh, uh, really? Yeah. 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 He was, he, uh, Andy Griffith. Andy was Griffith. In the, in the bathroom scrubbing it uh, all night oh. long. But uh, it was uh, okay. pretty funny. Um, well, let, let's, uh, let's, let's, kind of go on to the next product because something on your website caught my eye. I've never seen this before, um, but it's called Versalite. I think I pronounced that correctly. And I've seen veneer stone and stones like, but they're kind of like bricks, but they're only about a quarter inch thick or maybe a half inch thick and they go on foundations and things like that. But you have something that is totally, totally off the wall new. Yeah, we, it's called Versalite Stone. That's the trademark for it, and it's a—it's literally a stone veneer. It's—it's it's real stone, but it's about two millimeters thick. It's manufactured with a unique process where they actually just kind of reverse it, and they take the entire big block of stone, and then they put a, a backing layer on it of resin, and then they just peel it at the wear layer. So all you're getting is just the wear layer, and you, we stock sizes up to four foot by eight foot sheets of this that weigh thirty pounds. 
when installed, it looks like a 400-pound slab of stone. That's amazing. And if you go to the website... It. Yeah, go ahead. You can bend it around radiuses. We also have a fabric version that's just like wallpaper. And then we have one that's actually a clear backing, clear resin, and you can backlight it like you would like an onyx stone. Well, you bring up a good point there because you talk about the weight on that, and uh, we'll get that into our next uh, segment because um, weight has to do with your structure load in your house as well. And that's right. how you distribute that weight is important as well. So if a product weighs less, that's better. So, Yeah, so I, I think what we're going to do, Kurt, we're going to take a station break here in just a, in just a few seconds. And we want to come in and we want to talk about this product a little bit more because you walked through and you, t- you explained how it's shaved. But I just I've got to wrap my mind around exactly what this is, because when I see it on the website and it folds and it rolls, and it looks like paper. It's only like two millimeters thick, and I use contractor's bags that are three millimeters thick. It just blows my mind. Anyway, we're with Kurt Rapp. We'll be back after these messages and talk a little bit more about this. Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And back in to the Housing Hour. We thank you. Check out this show at housinghour.com. Check out our social media platforms Facebook, slash the Housing Hour, Twitter, all of that good stuff. But we have on phone with us Kurt Rapp, founder and CEO of the Tile Doctor, tiledoctor.com. Check this out because he's been telling us about revolutionizing the grout industry, the tile industry, with color selections, just the epoxy grouts. And now uh, we've got this new product out. And, Kurt, this Versalite, this new innovation, yep. this product, is this, is this hitting the market? Are you the first one out there? I've never heard of this stuff. It was actually invented over 10 years ago, the process, but the backings and stuff weren't as robust as they are now, so the usages are more... Originally, it was more kind of almost just a wallpaper kind of product, and it wouldn't take any, um, you know, wet areas or anything, but but they've developed the backing of it to be like, we call it an FRP, which is like a fiberglass reinforced panel, so it's waterproof in itself. Now you can use it indoors, outdoors, you know, use it in outdoor kitchens. You can do feature walls. You can do indoor feature walls. And you can, you can get a real stone product for less than it would cost someone to come in and faux paint a stone look on a wall inside a house. And it wow. applies just, just like a wallpaper or traditionally like you would apply a tile. But it is truly a DIY kind of product. But there's been some other people that have brought it to the market before, but they made, which I thought were some unusual choices they brought it in a uh, like a 12 by 24 size format when you can get traditional products for for quite a bit less that are just you know almost uh, almost just thick or th- thicker excuse me is the best way to say it but the real magic is in the large sizes we sell the 24 by 48s two foot by four foots and four foot by eight foot and then we have a three by eight in a fabric that will actually do a door skin that can be that can face cabinets to make them look like you have slab stone cabinets. 
so it's really good for exterior um, outdoor kitchens, which are so popular now. It's not a really a good countertop material because it's a cleft stone. That's what, what makes you able to peel it. But any kind of a surfacing material other than a countertop, it's ideal for. And it looks like a very large slab of stone. Uh, tell me again, you, you, you said something that you lost me on. You said a cleft stone? Yeah, so your stones that you're able to, to actually peel when you fabricate them, a granite or a marble are not cleft, so you don't have that surface that you can separate. Oh. Your slate, sandstones, and quartzites and stuff, you actually are able to peel them just at the wear layer, and that's what this product is. Um, do these products, I, I looked online and I looked at some of the photos, do they have... What's the finish of them? Are they some semi-gloss? Do they have a satin finish, some glossy? Or are they just the stone? Are they treated on the front side of this, sealed in any way? No, it comes just, it's the natural stone. So depending upon the color or the type of stone, whether it's a quartzite or a slate, um, the finish can be you know smooth to the touch or can be a little bit rougher just based on the stone. But that's the way the stone looks no matter what the thickness is in real life. But all you're getting is the actual wear layer that's necessary. So you're not paying for all yeah. the other stone, and you're not paying to transport it over, which is, this is probably one-tenth the weight of a traditional stone in the, in the thinnest format. And if you're looking at a, a really thick slab of stone, it, it doesn't even weigh one-fiftieth. So that's you're amazing. saving a lot in transportation and and just the environment itself, the fact that you're using so much less stone is, is also a factor. And when you transfer... It, it doesn't come pre-sealed. Sorry to, I need no. to answer that. We recommend that you seal it before you install it. And the reason it doesn't come pre-sealed is some people want just that natural finish. So they use a penetrating seal you can't see. Some want a semi-gloss, and others want a true enhancement of the surface. So there's so many choices you have that if we pre-sealed it, you would limit the customer. Does sealing... Uh, cause any coloration or can you get sealers that add color to it um, explain the color options and choices of these stones yeah so you have the typical penetrating sealers that don't leave any surface behind then you have others or, or look to the surface doesn't change it and you have others that w would put a sheen to it and then you have others that are called enhancers that actually will leave somewhat of a gloss and really bring the color up and make and Thus, they call it enhancing sealers because it enhances the color. Hmm. And it, and when they transport this product, um, I, when I read online, it, it said two millimeters. Is that correct in thickness? In some yeah, of these, it's two millimeters in thickness. Think of it as how they've made wood veneers over the right. years. They literally peel those off the log. In this case, they're just uh -huh. peeling that off of the the slab of stone. Yeah, exactly. And can this be rolled up to transport, or does it need to be transported on flat? It is the first stone that actually can be sent via UPS. We <laughs> actually can uh, we can roll it up into a uh, pretty tight roll and put it in a tube and just UPS it. Or the some of them we just send in a very large what looks like an envelope. So they are go they go sort of like an envelope, and then we just UPS it to the customer. And is there, um, I would imagine, that there's special adhesives that you need to do for different types of surfaces. Like if you, I read online, you can just put this on drywall. So you could finish out a area that you want to convert and make it look like a stone 
area and you just put it on the drywall with adhesives. Is that right? Yeah, we have an adhesive that's just a spray adhesive. You spray the wall the wall itself, and then you spray the back of the stone and allow it to tack for a few minutes, and then just put it on like wallpaper. Very simple. That's crazy. That's kind of like a, a fabric spray. And the weight savings has got to be huge against your floor loads and wall loads and all of that. So for remodeling, it sounds like it would be an excellent product where you don't have to go back in and shore up to put in you know, heavy tile floors or something of that nature, granite countertops that are very well, that, that, heavy and, and you've got to rebuild your cabinets to handle the weight. And Well, you said something in that, Richard, which is a good question. Uh, flooring, can this be used as flooring? So we don't recommend it for, for your traditional flooring. It can be light-use flooring, like bathroom flooring and things like that, where you're not bringing in dirt from the outside. And the reason is the slates and those types of stones are typically a little softer. Now, I've put it in my own house, and it's functioning fine, but we don't really want to go to the extreme and say, yeah, go ahead and put it in, a, in, a, in an entryway or a foyer because it's really not going to give you the same level of wear as a, like a porcelain tile or a thicker slab of stone would. And it sounds lighter than the traditional slabs of paneling that my parents used to put in the basement of my house actually um, when I was growing up you know that old cheap 60s or 70s style paneling um, this oh, yeah. this sounds much lighter than that and more easy to use and, and put it up there so this is incredible what uh, what what are the number one applications that you see of this product Kurt what do you see mostly people using this for most of the use is, is actually feature walls. They'll do it, um, you know, in, an, in a foyer, an entryway. They'll do it behind their, their dining room table. They do it behind their bedroom set. I see. Um, and it's used a lot in commercial applications to create, like, these really dramatic entrances to commercial buildings and things like that because it looks like you're walking into these huge slab stones, slab of stones that are, that are you know, traditionally very heavy that are decorating the walls where now no one really knows when it's up that it's actually installed so easy and it's so inexpensive compared to the alternatives and not solid sheets of stone um, and you can also use it to go right over your existing tile in an outdated shower like if you have pink tile from from the 60s or 70s and you want to update it you can actually bond this with some of our epoxy adhesives right to the tile and you've got a brand new shower that looks like a slab of stone uh, and if you're doing if you're doing if you're doing a retrofit um, would that just kind of like uh, fit in the curves? You don't have to cut right angles. I mean, it kind of sounds like it would just apply right over. Well, it all depends on the installation. If you've got a lot of curves and things like that, you need to really think that through and see if you can get this to go into that tight of a curve. But traditionally, it'll take your, you know, you just right angles. It's just the next sheet that goes in there. So this is absolutely fantastic information. And Kurt, we're coming up to the end of the program, but I also wanted to point out to everybody that uh, you really give back because um, you give to the Habitat for Humanity. You've given a lot of money in donating products and things like that to that. Isn't that correct? Yeah, I started in 2003 and, and formed a, uh, a charity called um, Tile Partners for Humanity. And, and since its inception, we've done over about $20 million worth of support to Habitat for Humanity. We also sent over 400 containers of tile to Haiti after the earthquake. There. Wow. It was all 
piles that were in Tennessee made in the U.S. that were sitting there under underpurposed and not being utilized in the market, and we were able to get those donated to where they really needed to go. So and it's really, it was an industry-wide effort. And now we're getting ready to, because of the, the new zero-risk products, which are going to change our tile installation products from an environmental standpoint, we're getting ready to start a campaign where whenever one of our products is bought, we're going to plant the tree. So we're starting to, to get back there, too. Excellent job. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing this information with us. This is Kurt Rapp, founder and CEO of the Tile Doctor, tiledoctor.com. Check it out. And thank you so much for joining us. Check us out on thehousinghour.com. Share this show. And we'll be back next time on The Housing Hour. Thank you. That's The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know, so come here to find out. Also, check us out at thehousinghour.com. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.